Yes, yes, people, and welcome to episode eight of the Lager Than Life podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Rory. And um, welcome back. Welcome back. Um, if you're returning, thank you very much. We appreciate all of your support, always, of course. And if you're new here, then welcome. Welcome to the Lager Than Life podcast. You're here with these two sexy uh, brown and white men. Well, I'm brown, he's white. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, you're in for a treat. You're in for a treat. You're going to be tuned in to about an hour or so of our incessant ramblings about what's going on in the world, all of your pop culture news, um, and having some laughs along the way. You know? We've got a big episode this week. Big Sarah. episode. Big, big episode. episode. Um, excited. But yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah, thank you very much for joining and uh, and stay tuned. But um, mate, should we just should we just dive in? Dive in. Let's dive in. Let's, Let's dive in. Um, so as always, mm. we always start larger than life. With our beer of the week. I'm excited about this one, bro. All right, I'm excited too. So what have we got this week, Rory? So today, we've got... Ooh. We've got a Two Tribes Dream Factory. Wow. Uh, it's a cool can for audio listeners. It's a bit of green. Yeah. It's a bit of red. I like it. It's a bit of blue. Some shapes, some stuff going on. It's so like... There's like a Buddha sat there. Is yeah. that Buddha? I don't I, know. Or just I, some old bloke, like a monk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some monkish man. Um, it's very indie, isn't it? It is very indie. It's like very... a sort of, yeah, like an indie album cover. Yeah, because last week, w- what was the name of that one again? Uh, that was Hammer Town something. Something. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weird. That was very like psychedelic. This is mm. more of like an indie pop, kind of the kind of thing you'd expect like Matt Healy to be seen. 100%. <laughs> it was literally was going was gonna to mention yeah, 1975. Yeah. Oh, I like a Two Tribes Dream Factory. <laughs> <laughs> and humping my camera lady. <laughs> And kissing fans on stage, really. <laughs> um, so, Sarah, this now this beer, mm-hmm. this specific beer, has got yeah, a yeah. bit of a story behind it. Hit me with it. Um, so I'm going to quickly read it out. So the Two Tribes Brewery, they named Dream Factory in honour of an unreleased album by Prince oh. and his band The Revolution, which was recorded during his worldwide parade tour in uh, 1986. Mm. Um, after falling out with the band, the collaborative album never saw the light of day. This beer was made to celebrate the creative process and to acknowledge the moments of artistic genius that never find their audience. Wow. A bit like our early podcast episodes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. One day, man. One, one day. day, one day, one day. Very Love interesting. It. Yeah. Um, so the flavour, right? This is interweaving seductive flavours of delicate mango and citrus from a punch of mo- uh, mosaic and citra hops. Our award-winning pale takes you to where dreams are made. Wheat and dextrin malt are used to give this beer a medium body. Dream Factory is the perfect sundowner to help you relax and unwind after a long day. Well, we're going to find out about that one, aren't we? Let's see. Let's crack it open. It's been a long day. It has been a very long day. (laughs) Let's see if we unwind. Hang on. Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Episode eight. Episode eight. Love it. Oh, nice. I like that. It's fruity. It is fruit. We love the fruity beers here at Larger Than Life. I don't never we? used to, but somehow they seem to be finding <laughs> us. <honestly>. Everyone <laughs> we choose off the shelves just happens to be citrusy. I don't even look. look That's lovely, though. That's really good. This is a summer beer for sure. Mm. But this one is probably one of the sweet, sweeter ones we've had almost. This is the sweetest beer I think we've had on the show. Mm. I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go in strong. I'm going to up from my last week. I'm going to go in for. 
8.5. 8.5. I do, it's just drinkable. It's easy, you know? I do think I'm a harsher critic, critic than you. To be I'm such time. an easy... I'm such an easy critic. Yeah, because I, I was I was going to give this an 8, but then in my head I thought, hmm, maybe a 7.5. But you know what? I think I will give this an 8. Mm. This is 100% a beer I would order in a pub. I'd have multiple. <laughs> yeah, if I saw it there... Yeah, this, could, this, this, yeah. Could be a, this could be a preference of mine. So we're giving it an 8. Um, I we need to, I've just remembered we need to get our, we need our to, fucking leaderboard in you know order. what we're going to do Go on. so I spoke to my mate about it today yeah. thanked him because I didn't actually reply and I said bro you came up with this great idea how like how do you think we should do the leaderboard and he so, said it might just be better if we do a virtual one so I think I'm going to try and put a leaderboard up on the screen somewhere no. here yeah somewhere um, future Sarah, yeah. edit, edit in, mate. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're gonna try and get the leaderboard up on the screen. Have a look. I forgot which one is first. We're gonna have to go through the episodes. And we're rank. gonna have to go through it, but you'll see it yeah. on the screen. Uh, might even do an Instagram post about it. Maybe we can That's do a, a weekly update. Yeah, yeah. I like that. But idea. Uh, I actually think this might be second of the ones we've had so far. What was our top? Was it a Beaver Town one? <laughs> it might have been Beaver Town. Oh, it might have been that that hazy IPA. Was that the Beaver that Town it. one? Yeah, I think that. Yeah, uh, was that a Beaver? Oh, I can't remember now. Yeah, that was pretty good. And then we also liked, um, what was that one made by that bloke who goes into the mountain? Oh, um, oh, that's really going to annoy me now. I forgot his name. Was it? It was Sierra, Sierra Nevada. Sierra yeah, Nevada. Yeah, 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 that was yeah. a good beer as that well. Was, that, was good. that was solid. But I'm, I'm going to give this an 8. You're going to give it an 8.5. 8.25. 8.25. So okay, cool. Nice. Nice. Interesting mm. what you said. Really, really quick tangent. But interesting what you said about how this beer was made because of a collaboration between Prince and his band. Yeah. It's so mad how like, if certain things like didn't happen, then you wouldn't get like results from it. Yeah. So we found the same about Sierra Nevada. It was a guy who got was it lost in the desert it. or something? He, um, he was climbing a mountain mm. in the in the Sierra Nevada, and it just came to him last week, I believe. It was um the it was Camden Pale, wasn't it? Oh, Camden Pale. And then he missed a flight. To he Australia. missed a flight to Australia, and then he didn't. That's what made him mm. make that beer. So did you, for example? I've just got a couple more, which are kind of crazy. Sure. So there was a guy, you might have heard this. There was a guy who saw the, you know, monstrosities of the September 9-11 attacks. Yeah. He was so traumatized. I think he had to seek therapy. Was super, super down, like, right. you know, about it. And like, you know, just fucked up from it. But what's interesting kind of after going through it and working through all this pain and trauma that he'd kind of experienced mm. by witnessing the 9-11 attacks, um, it led him to be inspired to create a band, My Chemical Romance. No way. Yeah. Really? So if it wasn't for the 9-11, there'd be no... There'd be no My Chemical Romance. No way. This goes a step further, Rory. There was someone who was so like inspired by the band and listening to it is in, inspired by my chemical by, romance. By my chemical romance that inspired them, her, to write the Twilight series. No. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So it's just but so crazy. More, you know, but there's more. Go on. If it wasn't for the Twilight books, yep. you would never have got the Twilight fan fiction by um, that author, I can't remember her name now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who went on to make the Fifty Shades of Grey trilogy. There you trilogy. go. There you hey, go. Chain exactly. reaction. That was exactly it. I remember there was another part of that. Yeah. So there you go. Kind of nuts. That's crazy. Kind of crazy. How's well, I mean, 9-11 definitely wasn't really worth 
no, 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 no. That's not at all. Not at all. I'm saying, but but yeah, I just find it quite interesting. Like that's crazy. Certain things just lead to certain events, right? I love that. Yeah, that's great. There you go. There you go. Um, but yeah, man. So I I know I really quickly wanted to catch you up on what I just got up to on um my weekend. So I'm just going to talk about it really quickly because it was quite joked. Uh, it was a friend of mine, Priyanka's birthday, and uh, she'd organised like 16 of us, including her, to go away for the weekend. Nice. So we went to this beautiful, like huge fucking manor near Marlborough, which is like near Reading. And like we just went away for the weekend, and mate, it was actually so much fun. Like everyone was just on top form. It was really, really good. Um, and obviously, you know, you can imagine like a bunch of 20 something year olds, like all we did was basically just like drink, but then they actually went to extra effort. So, uh, a couple of the boys we went with, uh, who came along, they'd organized like games for everyone on one of the days. Oh, sick. And what one of the games, so one of the games they organized was the tortilla slap game. I oh, think it was I've called... seen this on TikTok. This is so fun. Rap, slap, and or something or something slap, slap. and and something else okay. there's another one yeah so basically you put water in your mouth you stare at the person opposite you go against an opponent from the other team so with water in your mouth and you have to slap each other with the rap <laughs> without spitting it out and bro it hurts i can't <laughs> even lie it hurts i went up against one of my friends uh neil and we just smacked the shit out of each other bro got to the point where the game had to end because neither of us were breaking um but yeah that was loads of fun um another one that was really really jokes was that we all dressed up as uh something beginning with p uh for one of the days and, oh you showed um, me that video that was yeah good. yeah that. it's very creative <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it was good man everyone put in an effort so that was really fun i went as parry the platypus i love that i love that from you <laughs> yeah yeah but it was a onesie is so that phineas and ferb yeah, 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 yeah but the, the costume was a onesie so i ended up being more like phineas i'm oh, sorry uh parry the platypus but um yeah regardless but then here's something else so one of my friends invented this horrible but genius concept go on uh when you go away with your friends and this was created a while ago. But basically, there's a name for it. We call it the firefly. Basically, firefly. what you do is, when someone's sleeping, <laughs> they fall asleep too early on a night out, you go into their room with a big group, and you just play firefly. <laughs> and you just slowly increase the volume, and you just go wake them up. And bro, there was this couple who came with us. They went to sleep so early. And I forgot who it was, but someone's like, yo, let's go firefly them, yeah? <laughs> so gen- genuinely, 14 of us went into this room where these two people were sleeping. We just woke them the fuck up and they just woke up to her. You would not believe your eyes. It's literally 14 of us just fucking screaming the song in their head. It was brilliant. so funny, man. It was so funny, honestly. But I recommend I've never it. heard of the update. The next weekend I'm going to... Will's birthday. Yeah. We're fucking doing that. Oh my god, we got a firefly. This time there's 30 of us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god. It's gonna be insane. Those of you who are coming away with us, one of you's getting fireflied. Absolutely. And you don't know. 10 million fireflies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you realise how annoying that fucking song is after you've heard it in the it's middle awful. of the night. Was, I mean it was awful back in what, 2010? I like that song. Still, oh, what Owl City was it? Owl City? But that's a good memory for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A guy who got had in, had insomnia. And he just made that song. Made that song, yeah. That's what happens when you get sleep deprived. <laughs> you make shit. You make songs <laughs> that we then. Ah, oh, so it's actually quite ironic. Used as a form of torture. Whoa, he oh. was a guy who was sleep deprived, and yeah. we used a song to stop people from sleeping. 
Oh, is, that, is that where it comes from? Is that just a quick I don't know. I don't who, think. Sorry, I want to know who made up this firefly like to- form <laughs> I think of it was my mate Neil. I fucking love. That. I need to talk to Neil about this. Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah, a lot yeah. of questions. I don't know if he knew that because he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who like researches Owl City and like he doesn't yeah. strike me as the sort of man who has fireflies on rotation. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so yeah, but kind of there you go. I guess the song kind of worked out. But um, anyways, yeah, that was my that was my. I just wanted to talk about the uh, the rap that. game and the, and the fireflying. But um, yeah, man, should we just. Uh, should we jump Should we hop in? Yeah, let's, we've got some news of the week. Cool. As always. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, our first bit of news, Sarav. Mm. Do you feel like every single day that goes by, we are living in a Black Mirror episode? Yes, more and more each day. So, a 3D silicone gadget with a mouth-shaped module and is triggered through a kiss, which is then transferred to the, a mouth on the other side. Mm. So, we've now got to the point where we've got a virtual kissing machine mm. for long-distance relationships. So... But what it does, it mimics the movement, the temperature, the pressure um, of the kiss using sensors um, and then sends sends, the, um, sends these sensations to the phones via, via Bluetooth. What are your thoughts on that? Are you using it? Well, you know what's going to happen, don't you? <laughs> I know what you're going to say. Yeah, someone's going to put their dick in it. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> of course, someone's going to put their dick in oh, it. This, this news story came up and I saw a picture of it. And there's this little mouth like this. First thought. Maybe I'm a sick man, but first thought, some sick bloke. No, put, what, some sick bloke's putting that on his penis. Well, someone's saying they're digging it. 100%. 100%. 100%. No, do that long, dis- long distance bit. <laughs> Bro, does it count? Would that count as a... I don't, I don't know. But someone's putting their dick in it. Oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. I think like... Do you know what? The audacity to call it a virtual kissing yeah, machine. Yeah, yeah, It's a virtual blowjob machine. It's a blowjob machine. It's a blowjob machine. Let's not, don't play about. No, let's not play about. Let's not play about. But would, like, you, would you get one? If you had a long distance girlfriend, would you get one? Oh, it's hard to say, She's man. She's halfway around the world in Australia. You see her, you know, once every six months. Are you getting a long, are you getting a virtual kissing slash kissing and or blowjob machine? <laughs> How long have we been apart? Uh, six months. It's a long time to go without a blowjob, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I actually don't think. I don't think I would. Maybe really? I would. I, it's hard to. T- it's hard to comment because I am not in that situation <laughs> where I have a girlfriend <laughs> or have been apart from them. For six- I, I need ju- to get a girlfriend before I get apart from them for yeah. six months. But also, it can't be that nice for the person. I don't know. It just must be, just be so odd doing it. Like I think it'd be weird. It'd be How weird. Does it, does it mimic intimacy? Like really? Like not I don't really. know. I guess you one would need to try it. The out. Only, the, what makes kissing a fun activity is because you're near the person, right? It's not really that fun if you're just kissing a bit of plastic silicon, like. Yeah, I agree. It's not just the 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 kissing itself. It's like the whole thing, as you said. It's a, another person there, exactly. Like hearing them and like feeling them. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I mean? On my dick. <laughs> <laughs> now, nah, you get what I mean, right? I get what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. If that's for me. What about but you? I think it's for some people. Yeah, clearly. Um, I probably wouldn't go for it. I feel like you don't want to be one of those. You're basically getting a flashlight at that point. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? You're that guy and you don't want to be that guy. You don't want to be that guy. And then you've got to clean it and that's not going to be any fun, is it? I do you just know? want to say though, like, <laughs> what? Okay. <laughs> so I, I just want to put on record, I don't own a flashlight. But why is it that there is such like a, a stigma against flashlights, but there isn't a stigma against like women having dildos vibrators um that's a good question i I will admit that's a good question oh yeah i just think okay i'll tell you what it is you can just wank 
I'm, it's probably about the same, same kind of sensation. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but girls can do the. the I, I guess know, it's but different. It, do you know what I mean? It's probably not the same sort of dimensions that they're looking for. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I guess like there's just is yeah there's limited ways in which a guy can kind of wank. But... I just think the idea of cleaning out a fleshlight is absolutely foul. Yeah, so... Like, what do you... Can you turn it inside out? Like, how does that work? What are the logistics of it? How does it work? Yeah, so, like, there was this guy at my school. Um... <laughs> this guy at school. No, no, there was, <laughs> there was a guy at my school. Um, I'm not going to name him, obviously, because that's Pete. But I you should out him. <laughs> nah, like, cool guy, though, like, Jones. He might have even yeah. been chatting shit. But basically, he bought one. And he basically, I asked him, like, well, we all asked him, it was in philosophy class. Mm. Um, and like, we're like, yes, yeah, so like, how, like, how is it? Like, and he's just like, it's all right. Like, yeah, it's pretty, he's pretty low key about it. He was just like, it's all right. It's decent. And yeah. we're just like, okay. And he's just like, the thing is, I don't use it often. He's, I'm like, well, like, well, like, why? So he was in school at the time. Obviously, he's like, I can only use it when my parents are out the house. And we're all just like, what the fuck? Why? And he's like, because clean up is long, man. Clean up is long. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So you have to like wash it out and shit. And like, it's just a bit long, right? It has to become, like, you have to plan it as a whole event. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like you have a whole evening dedicated to the yeah, flashlight. Yeah, 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 exactly. What are you doing Saturday night? Flashlight. Yeah, night. yeah, 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 exactly, man. And then he said, um, he said he got like another one. Right. Like, he got, got two. two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He bought another. He bought. Why? I asked the same thing and he said it was the biggest waste of money ever. <laughs> he said he thought they'd feel different and it just felt exactly. Listen, mate, I don't, this, this mate of yours, Jesus Christ. No, no, he's not a mate. I just want to clarify. He's not a mate. Like, he was a cool guy. Like, when, like whatever. How many flashlights do you reckon he has now? I, I, he's probably, I don't maybe know. Maybe he's still on the quest to find a flashlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, exactly. <laughs> I'm, maybe on my, I'm on my 37th. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. Good luck to him, man. Like, I Good hope he, you know, gets what he wants. But, um, but yeah. Um, okay. Uh, next bit of news. There was some controversy over the weekend. So oh, yes. You know what I'm talking about. I know now. what you're talking about. So, uh, Chris Rock mm. started the Netflix's first ever live show. Yeah. Live stand-up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris Rock, Selective Outrage. Mm. And the internet's divided on it, Sarah. Um, so, obviously, Chris Rock has been fairly silent since, I think, exactly a year ago. It was. Since, I think it was. it was pretty much exactly a year ago since Will Smith infamously slapped Chris Rock on, on stage at the Oscars. At the Oscars. Um... And now he's come back and he has come back with a fucking vengeance. Man. Yeah. Like, he, I think my biggest takeaway from this, mm. he's not let this go. He is just as pissed off as he was when he, when he, he was slapped exactly a year ago. Yeah. Like, did you, did you watch the, the, the special? What do you think? I, I did watch the special. Sorry, one time. I just oh, yeah, I go actually on. wrote some stuff on it. Um, but yeah, I just, okay. I just think, Okay, first of all, I think my overall thoughts on the special as a whole, obviously we'll get to the, the, the Will yeah. Smith and the, the Will Smith drama and all the sort of controversial stuff he says towards the sort of back half of the special. But I think overall, I mean, I like Chris Rock. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, if, if, in terms of stand-up comedy, I'm a pretty easy laugh. Like, I laugh at most stuff. Like, I'm, I'm a cheap laugh, right? Um, <laughs> <You> slut. <laughs> I was kind of shocked that I... And I'm not easily offended. Like I'm, I don't get like offended by any uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I didn't laugh as much as I wanted to. And I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this. I overall thought it felt like he was more complaining mm. in a in a admittedly a funny way, mm. but there wasn't enough like laugh out loud jokes for me to be like, oh, that I, I'd recommend that to a friend. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts? Here's my thoughts. Um, 
so spoilers by the way for anyone who hasn't seen it and wants to see that um spoiler alert overall i thought he made some good jokes i thought that like you know he had some good content there i do have to say however uh i personally don't really find his style of comedy that funny mm. i don't really you know he shouts a lot and basically shouts yeah. the entire time when he talks his voice must be fucked up yeah that's what i was thinking when yeah. i was watching it. i was like how's his voice not fucked and he, he he'll say something and he'll repeat it and like he does that a lot yeah and i just don't really find it that like that style of comedy that funny mm. i did find a couple of his jokes quite good so he made some jokes about megan markle uh, I thought they, that was good content, um, actually, because um, yeah, I, I just thought it was it was interesting for, for for his perspective to kind of speak on it and be like, she is actually just like annoying and just complaining a lot. And, yeah, and the fact that he called her out to be like, why didn't you just like, how do you not know how to use Google to Google the royal family? I was like, and he, facts. And then he was like, how did you not know that the royal family were racist? Right, that was so They funny. were the original, the original racist. racist. That, that was like, funny. That I laughed at. That was, I laughed at that, yeah, as well. Yeah. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Um, so that was good. Then he also made the joke about the Kardashians. Oh, that was funny, and, yeah. And how like, basically the joke was that like, the Kardashians love black people. Yeah. And that like, Robert Kardashian was like, he... Defended OJ. Defended yeah. OJ. And the way he was just like, ah, everyone forgot about that part of black history. <laughs> <laughs> he did make some funny observations, yeah. I can't lie. So I really liked those two. I, I particularly liked the Kardashians one because I thought that was like original. I hadn't really heard um, a joke like made yeah. like that. Mm. But uh, yeah, I mean, obviously called Will Smith the bitch. We'll get onto that. But yeah, so I thought like some of it was funny, but I didn't really think it was that incredible. Something that I read that was quite interesting okay. in the independent um, is that like comedians. So sorry, let me give some context. Another one of the things he did was that he spoke about like, oh yeah, I'm rich and my kids are rich and like they're annoying and like because they've done this, this and this, I spoiled whatever. And I think like something the independent said, which resonated, was that comedians and this is a quote now talking about the vexations of being mega rich has become the new what's the deal with airplane food it's like such a standard like joke oh the joke's been retold way yeah too many times. yeah exactly um which i which i agree with which mm. i agree with for sure um so yeah i mean there yeah was, there was one funny bit when he was talking about that and he was talking about um taking his spoiled daughter to disneyland mm. and then he's like you know we weren't just any customer at disneyland we were we were backstage we weren't you know queuing up for autographs of mickey mouse and yeah, you know yeah. i was backstage with those motherfuckers yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like, smoking a joint with goofy yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> getting a lap dance for a minute yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so funny man yeah, yeah, yeah. Me up. that was funny that was funny for sure but um but yeah man i don't know and then all the stuff i don't know i don't i, I don't necessarily agree with a lot of the controversy that's come out of the whole will smith thing I think, yeah, so he obviously wasted a year before he came back. He got humiliated on a public stage. He didn't retaliate. And I rate the fact that he didn't retaliate, as some people might have just switched the fact that they got slapped in the face on stage. That he didn't. And first to him, he didn't retaliate. And what he said was, he was just literally like, I didn't do anything. And that t to some extent, I agree with him. He said that everyone else, you know, obviously when the whole um, Jada um august thing yeah. came out in the entanglement he said that everyone was basically calling will smith what do they call him a cuck and just like basically bitch, calling yeah. him a bitch and all of this stuff and basically outing will smith and no one had really attacked 
Jada Smith or what, mm. like Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, no one said anything against her. And I forgot the joke he made, but he made one joke about her and he got slapped in the face. And it's like, well... And he said the reason that he, he made that joke was because um, Jada basically came out when Will Smith wasn't nominated for con- his performance in Concussion. Mm. Um, Jada spoke out and was like, oh yeah, Chris Rock should step down from the Oscars and not host it this year because of that. Um, and he basically just got one up on her. Yeah. And he got snapped uh, yeah. for it. Exactly. So, nah, I don't really buy into the controversy. I'm just like, whatever about it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think the, the controversy from what I've read seems to be that because she, because he was calling her a bitch over mm. and over again. I think that's what's been the most controversy. Um, I did, a lot of people have complained that he's sort of gone along like ticking the boxes of like what will cause the most controversy, you know, touching on the Harry and Meghan stuff, touching on the, the trans topic, mm. touching on um, obviously the Will Smith stuff. It's like, a lot of it does seem to what what is going to create the most noise. Mm. But yeah, I think ultimately as a special, maybe Chris Rock stuff's not for me. But it just didn't have enough like clever humor in it. It just felt like Chris Rock yelling like he always does and just complaining and moaning with the odd the odd joke. But I think when you've got an hour comedy special where you've got one objective, which is to tell funny jokes, and you only laugh like we only got like two or three maybe proper laughs from me. I don't think that's enough. Yeah, I I completely agree. I just didn't, yeah. But maybe his com- his ty- style of comedy just isn't for me. Yeah, agreed. So, yeah. Um, but we've got one more bit of news, which mm. I think, do you want to take this one? Yeah, sure. So um, I guess news, I'm not so sure, but just something that people have been talking about and I wanted to kind of go into. Everyone's been freaking out about Seth MacFarlane jumping on that Logic song. Um, song's called Self-Medication on oh, yeah. Logic's new album, College Park. Mm. So. I listened to it. You'd listen to it. Yeah. Good song. Yeah, man. Great song. Great song. Really cool song. I, I, I'm not really a Logic fan, uh, but I did like the song. Seth MacFarlane obviously sounded incredible. And everyone freaked out about it. Everyone's like, oh my God, Seth MacFarlane? What? This guy can sing? I was one of those people. Brian I had no sing. idea he could sing. He sounds like fucking Frank Sinatra. Yeah, like, abso- yeah, he does. But why is everyone surprised? Why is everyone? Su- why were you surprised, Rory? Well, I mean, he's known for Family Guy. Correct. He's been in some comedy films like Ted. Mm. Um, you know, he's yeah, like he's he's just he's the comedy guy. He's Rory, not known for singing. Like this guy has been doing music. This guy has been doing up music. And like he was signed up to Universal Republic Records in 2010. He released his first album, no Music Is Better Than Words, in 2011. The guys had seven studio seven. albums. Seven studio albums released. And I think they were all released before this latest song came out. I think they, they were, yeah. I think the latest one was released in 2022. Yeah. Wait, since when was he a, like a music artist? Bro, he's been into, he loves music. Fuck. His fourth album was nominated for two Grammys. What? Yeah, he's a serious musician. Um, not to mention the fact that Family Guys had so many, so many musical numbers. They've all been jazz and big band type songs. That is true. You know, actually. with like Brian yeah, and yeah. Stewie, who voices both of those characters. I mean, the fucking theme tune as well is a bit of a there musical you go. number. Yeah, Seth yeah. MacFarlane. So he's been oh, singing. Dude. They even had Frank Sinatra Jr. in one of the episodes, in really? one of the specials. I think it was season four. Um, moreover, he was accepted into the Boston Conservatory of. Um, of music's graduate program for musical theatre. I mean... So basically what you're saying is that this man is a musician guy, and he does some com- comedy stuff on the side. This guy's a musician. I think he got accepted into the music school and then decided to go to, was it LA? Because he wanted to work in 
you know, the film, TV, whatever, as an industry, as an animated creator. But yeah, this guy's been doing music. Like, he's serious about it. He got into it when he was young. I think he did musical theatre when he was a kid. Um, this guy's been into music. So I think... That's crazy. Whilst I'm a bit like, why is everyone freaking out? Because I, I didn't know the extent. I did a bit of research to find that out. But I knew that this guy was a musician. Yeah. Because I'm sure I'd seen interviews where he talked about it. Um, his love for music. Um, Do you so think was, that's his main passion? And actually he's using the sort of family guy... The Ted, the, the sort of movie film stuff that he's actually using that just to do just to support his music. No, no, I don't think so. I think I think people can have multiple passions, you know. And yeah, look at um, also Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. Donald Glover, he does everything. Yeah, he writes, he directs. Obviously, he's Childish Gambino. He's a rapper. Mm-hmm. He sings. He like he started like doing. He wasn't just a rapper. He started doing like the soul stuff. Um, he does stand up comedy. Like the dude does everything. Jamie Fox. Fucking also does everything. Yeah. Makes you feel like the most least talented person. Yeah, I mean, there you go. I think he's just got multiple passions. But yeah, so whilst I was, um, when the whole, everyone was freaking out, I was a bit like, oh, he's gone in a Logic song. I was more like, oh, he's gone in a Logic song. But, um, but yeah, you know, I'm surprised everyone's freaking out. But then again, at the same time, I'm happy this guy's finally getting his dues. 100%. Clearly he's been getting his dues if he's been nominated for Grammys. Yeah. Um, I think it's more his music was for specific people who like, like, you know, was he big like, band jazz is more niche. Is his other music Frank Sinatra-esque, like similar to what yeah. we heard on that Logic so song, or is it like, what sort of vibe is it? So Frank Sinatra kind of sung over big band. Uh, big okay. band is kind of like, I don't, I, jazz-y kind of, I think it's more okay. of its own genre. You get a lot of brass instruments in it. So okay. it's like trumpet, trombones, trumpets, sax, um, French horns as well. It's a lot of brass instruments. Like, swing kind of music okay Frank Sinatra kind of music you know the like the song That's Life yes and yeah, yeah. like the orchestral kind of sound in the background that's kind of more like I, I guess that's kind of big band um, okay, cool, yeah. yeah so I think that's kind of mainly what he's been the kind of music I'm going to check his music out yeah 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 give it a listen but yeah no first the seven violin but like yeah there you go just thought it was interesting um, cool so that's our news of the week but mm. our next topic or our debate of the week I should say yeah, uh, comes from after the news story that TikTok mm. has now suddenly decided to limit screen time for under eighteen users. Yeah, TikTok is now rolling out screen uh, screen time limit um, for users under eighteen. On Wednesday, the social media platform announced changes to help teens manage their time on TikTok. Every account belonging to TikTok users under eighteen years old eighteen years old will soon automatically set to a sixty minute daily screen limit. Mm. The company has, has announced. So our debate of the week is, do you think it's right for social media platforms to restrict the amount of screen time for those under 18? So hit me with your thoughts. So I've thought about this and uh, I think, I think it's, should they? Should they do it? It's hard. There's pros and cons for both. I think to some extent, yes, but with parental permission, but at the same time, if that's one of their terms and conditions, they can do what they want, right? Um, look, here's the pros for it. TikTok 100% has affected people's attention spans. And I'm Massively. one of those people, right? Massively. You know, if you think about when you're scrolling through TikTok, if something doesn't interest you within the first two, three seconds, you, you scroll gone. past. Yeah. Which is like mad because... Yeah. Yeah. Like, Sarah, I know some people who don't watch, who literally, no, not don't watch, they can't watch films and TV anymore. Because the algorithm 
literally gives them exactly what they want instantaneously and it's that rush of dopamine. Bad, but now they've got to give, what, give it 20 minutes to get into a film or get into a, a TV show? No, yeah. they're not going to do that. They've yeah. got their phone right there. Yeah. And I think the, the, the data shows that the younger generation below the age of 18, they're not, they're not watching movies anymore. They're not watching TV. They're on TikTok. Yeah. Because it's, it's, it's instant entertainment. It right, your fingertips. Yeah, I mean, TikTok's good for like, you get snippets of like TV shows and films on there. So it's good in that sense. Like, yeah. But yeah, I, uh, it's definitely affecting attention spans. And I think if it, it can affect education. But then mm. like, I guess education's kind of got to adapt to that as well, I guess. I don't, I don't know. What, incorporate TikTok? Can no, not know? necessarily incorporate TikTok, but just incorporate the fact that people's attention spans are getting lesser and lesser it's like what more engaging ways can we get students rather than reading a textbook what more engaging ways can we get students to like yeah well perhaps pay attention but i also think this whole ban isn't really going to do anything like do you remember facebook's uh used to be 13 plus like so when i was i was 12 when i first got facebook Mm. this is back in the old days right and i was 12 i think the 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 age was like 14 or 15 was it 13 I just lied. Yeah, of course. Just lied. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 14. I think I might say I was 17. <laughs> you know, just completely lied. Exactly. Um, another thing I think what's changed massively with like social media is like, do you remember like back when you were on Instagram or Facebook? Let's say Facebook. You'd, you know, you'd come home. You wouldn't have your smartphone. But you'd come home from school. You'd log on, and you'd have like you know eight notifications, and you'd check them, and you reply to them, and you'd maybe reply to a few friends. And then you'd scroll down and your friends would be doing updates and things like that. And you'd scroll all the way down and then you'd get to the bottom and you've actually looked at all the new updates there are on your homepage. And you're done. Social media, and you're done. There's an end point to it. In the same way there is when you watch an episode of TV, there's an end point to it. But now the algorithm has made it so that kids can scroll genuinely for hours on end. Just mm. dopamine, 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 just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And um, that's 100% affecting like kids' brains. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think this is actually a very. I, I didn't. I never thought that TikTok would ever do this. Make this decision. I think it's very good that they've made it. And I, I do agree with what you said. It's not going to change anything. People, kids will just lie. But if you know parents see this new story, then they can actually enforce. Oh, hang on. Yeah. Okay. Let's make sure he puts his, his actual age. Yeah, it's a way to win parents over to so TikTok. Okay. In mm, a that's way, a good right? point. Because if parents have said, "Oh, I don't want like." my kids going on TikTok for this reason, then there's a way to win them over because then it's like, oh, they'll, they'll back it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, do you not think though, with like, and I'm playing a bit of a devil's advocate here. Go for it. Do you not think, um, in a way, TikTok is culture now? Yeah, for sure. That is the teen culture. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a culture that like, you show some TikTok memes to an over 60 year old they have no idea what that no. like. they don't even get the humour it's like no. it goes completely beyond their head yeah. and it's the same way that like counterculture in the 60s might have not really resonated with the, with the older generation they're like yeah. I don't really get this whole hippy dippy stuff like why are you growing your hair long why are you smoking weed why are you listening to this weird music in a way it's like if kids are so obsessed with TikTok and it's creating these whole subcultures like, on, which, is, which are online is that not in a way like culture and by denying kids the opportunity to spend more than an hour on TikTok a day, is that, could it be argued that that's wrong? Potentially. But I think, like, using your same point, if it is considered culture, I can imagine there must be parents out there who don't want their kids going on TikTok because of the amount of time they're wasting. Mm. So, by introducing this rule, 
they might thereby be allowing those kids who may be disallowed to go on TikTok, but they might be allowing them to come back onto TikTok because it's kind of making it more kid friendly in yeah. a way, right? That's what I'm saying. It's kind of winning over like parents a little bit. Mm. I don't know. That's just potentially my view. I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing, but then I, I kind of find it a bit controlling. But as I said, I just don't really think it's going to do anything. No, it doesn't like, mean anything really. Yeah, like it's a pure. I think it's purely like a PR thing. Hundred percent. It's just like people. I think. Whereas you know, back in twenty twenty, people associated TikTok with it was a dance app, and it yeah. was like, oh, I'm not going to do that. Now they've sort of shifted. They've shaken away that sort of identity and uh, association. Now people associate TikTok with, oh yeah, you get addicted to social media. It's really addictive. It's like, I think one 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 um, expert described it as um, algorithm crack cocaine. Um, like so, yeah, they're obviously just trying to shake that and be like, oh, it's not addictive for kids because we we limit screen time. That's all it is. It's yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, no, for sure. So, you as on a personal level though, yeah. What's your relationship with TikTok? Where do you where do you stand on it? Do you use it? Like are you... I have a toxic relationship with TikTok. Really? Okay, yeah, explain it. Well, when I go on it, I just get sucked in. For sure, the algorithm. You an algorithm whore? Mate, it's such <laughs> an algorithm whore. It just knows me so well. There are times where my TikTok feed is shit, but then there's other times where it's really, really good. There are times when the, al- the TikTok algorithm genuinely knows me better than my family. Yeah, exactly, man. It <laughs> shows me what I want to see. It knows, it knows when I'm happy and it knows when I'm sad. The thing is, I just see so much funny shit from it. Yeah. But then I have to say, it's like introduced me to some films and made me watch some films. And music. Music. I get so much music Same. From, from TikTok. Massively. That, that's what brings me in. Sometimes I scroll on it and I'm scrolling through. I'm like, this is just shit, mm. and I'm not gonna. And you don't remember loads of it. And then sometimes, then I sort of had a bit of a detox off it. Like I think the month of December, I was like, I'm just not gonna, not gonna go on it at all. And then I was like, and then I downloaded it again for like just a day. And I was like, actually, like discovered like new film recommendations, new music, new places to go in London. Trust me, like recommendations to do stuff like, like food recipes, food recipe. Yeah, like yeah, it yeah. is, it's not complete shit. And I've realised now, like. Since this year, and do you know what, since we've started the pod, and since we've actually, like, obviously have to have TikTok now because we upload, um, it's made me actually have a more sensible relationship with it. Oh, I actually agree with and you. Because before I would just consume, whereas now when I go on it, I mean, I'm doing it for two functions. I'm either, mostly even going on it for either uploading or to check our channel, things like that. And then I'll be like, okay, maybe I'll check my own one. But it's like, you're doing it with intention. You're not just yeah. like, you're not just filling in any gap in time with just scrolling aimlessly. Yeah, for sure. But, I don't know, I was going to say there's definitely a different relationship with TikTok when you're uploading, mm. but I also think then you get a different kind of dopamine hit. Something really oh, funny yeah, yeah, yeah. that Chris Rock said Yeah. in his is like how people are addicted to attention now. Yes. And yeah. he said that like, we used to want love and now we just want likes. That's so true. And I was deepening it and I was like, it's true though, because like, I do chat TikTok a lot to see like, ooh. Like views, like yeah. whatever. look at this engagement. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah exactly. So it's yeah. crazy. It's a different type. It's a different of... kind of rush, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but like yeah. equally, TikTok is just gives you dopamine. But like, I think too much dopamine is not a good thing. No, there's such a thing. There's a thing called like a dopamine detox. Would you ever do that? Maybe. Maybe we should do one together. Yeah. Can yeah. you do a dip dopamine detox with someone else? Yeah. Reckon. Yeah. But then, like, you're chatting, and then aren't you getting dopamine from like chatting? No, but like. It's, it's not like instant. I don't know. Like it's different. Mm. Social media is more of a dopamine hit and stuff like that. Okay, yeah. I'd be interested to do one. Um, I had a mate at uni who like, it's like his girlfriend basically messaged everyone, being like, "Do you know where? Do you know where this person is?" And I was like, oh, "I don't know." 
I haven't heard from him. Like, he was literally missing and off the grid for, like, seven hours. And then, like, we just found him in his room and he was just sat there, not sleeping, like, no screens, he was just sat there, just looking up at the ceiling. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, doing a dopamine detox. I was like, I was like how long has it been? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> Who was it? Will. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you exactly. <laughs> the thing is, he tried to do a dopamine detox and it just didn't last. No, no, no. <laughs> but I, I'd be intrigued to do one. But then I think, like, if you work five days a week, am I fuck going to do a, a whole day no, of my weekend that. doing a dopamine no, detox? No, absolutely, absolutely not. Definitely not. Um, but, um, yeah, man. Anyways, let's, uh, let's swiftly move on to our final segment. Um, so, I've got a quick quick recommendation mm. for a film I watched over the weekend. Okay. I managed to go see Creed 3 nice. over the weekend. And have you seen the other Creed films? I actually haven't. No. Bro. Mate, you would love these films. Really? Mate, like, okay, so just a quick, quick summary of like the, the plot. Mm. Um, Creed, there are like a boxing movies there, like related to the, the Rocky franchise. It follows Adonis Creed. Mm. He's a boxer. So the first two films he's coming up, he's like, you know, proving himself in the ring. Yeah. By this film, he's a world champion. He's got everything. Like he's basically succeeded in life, right? Yeah. He's got like his nice family. He's got the Hollywood um, home, things like that. Mm. And then, um, and he's played by Michael B. Jordan. And then uh, Jonathan Major's character, who is basically the shady character from his past, comes in, and now he wants the world title. Mm. And so I'm like, I'm not a boxing fan, but these films they just get me. Yeah, they just get me. As okay. in, like you. You leave, you sit down in the theatre, and I know beat for beat the way this film is going to go. Mm. By the end, I'm just fucking yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? I just fucking, it just gets you gas. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's the sort of film where as soon as it's done, I just wanted to go to the gym and become. I think my toxic trait is after watching a film like Creed or Rocky, I can just convince myself, yeah, I can be a boxer. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I can win the, I can win the world title. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 like, yeah. Mate, these films just get me so part, and there's always. In all the Creed films, there's always, and the Rocky films as well, there's always a scene towards the end, like just before the big fight, where like just the music swells and it's just a montage of him like training and dude, it just gets you so pumped. Yeah, it's so yeah, good, yeah. mate. If you ever want like motivation, watch the fucking Creed films. They're mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it was actually to note is Michael B. Jordan, it was the first film he's ever directed. Wow, so he obviously he started in the first two and then the third one he stepped up and he's now director. Wow. He does a fucking great job. He does a good job. Really, really good job. And he actually said on loads of interviews that he's been inspired by anime. Mm. So he's a massive, so Michael B. Jordan's a massive anime fan. And you can see it, like, in the fight scenes, like, especially in the final fight scene, there are some bit, like, I feel like when you're making a a boxing series of films, by the third one, it's going to get stale. You know what's happening, right? But I feel like he actually really, like, mixes it up. And, okay. like, there's a scene where, you know, you see, like, it sort of, it speeds up and then it slows down. You see like them getting punched in the stomach and their eyes bulge. And it's like very sort of reminiscent of like anime. proper anime. And it's like, Ooh, you know, like that kind of over yeah, the top. Yeah, yeah. There's sort of that aspect of it. And then there's a bit in the, the final fight where all the crowd around them, they're like just disappear and it's all just black and it's just the two of them fighting mm. and it's fucking intense. And it's, yeah, it's, it's a really, really well done film. Mm. Um, so yeah, dude, catch up on the fucking Creed films okay. and watch them, but they're so good. Like, where, where would you, if you had to rank all three Ooh, Creed films. That's, uh, do you know what? The Creed films, I've not... I've seen the first one a couple of... The first one's really good. The okay. first one... Oh, I did like the second one, though. <laughs> Dude, thinking about it, the Creed films, after this third one, this might be one of the, the best... This is like up there in, in the best film trilogies ever. Wow, okay. They fine. are solid films. Fair enough. Listen, they're not Lord of the Rings. Do you know what I mean? They're not like Toy Story, but like these are solid, solid films. And like... 
They're all, I think they're all equally as good as each other. Maybe Creed 2 is my favourite, I think. Okay. Creed 2 is a banger. Just the soundtrack is banging. Okay, fine. Um, and also the, the, the song, the, the, in the soundtrack, you know when he's like doing the montage I was talking about? Yeah. It's a J. Cole song. It's a oh, okay. Man, I'll send you the song. It's a banger. Okay, fine, um, But yeah, fine. Creed 3, uh, let, let us know what you think. But yeah, I mm. absolutely loved it. Mm. Um, but yeah. Nice. I think that's our recommendations. Have you, nice. I think you've got a little, little something to ask to your boy. I do indeed. So... As you know, we like to sometimes ask each other, "Would you rather?" So, bro, I've got. It's a nice way to end the show. I think you know? so. I've got. A, I've got two things. God, <laughs> me and Rory kind of discussed, and I think we're going to try and one up each other each time we do. This. These are going to get out of hand. Yeah, but they need to be a level standard. Got to just be a jump. But you obviously asked me a tough one last week, so here we go. Okay, go hit me. <clears throat> right, I'm ready myself. Rory. Yeah. <laughs> Rory, <clears throat> would you rather wax off one eyebrow or have each individual arse hair plucked out of your ass one by one? Let me repeat. Oh, give, hit it, hit, give it to me again, Sarah. <laughs> would you rather wax off one eyebrow or... Have each individual arse plucked out one by one. Both pain. One's visible for a while. But then one's just your ass. But one is probably unspeakable fucking pain. How <laughs> <laughs> do I look? <laughs> oh. It's okay, so but my, my eyebrow will grow back. Your eyebrow will grow back. So your ass hair. How quickly do eyebrow hairs grow? I don't know. When they get waxed out, as well. <laughs> so that's deep. You're getting into the roots. Yeah. Oh, mate. No, but like, oh, your ass though. Like, do you know what I mean? It's not. It's not. Oh my god. Okay. No thing is, although one is more painful, yeah. which is the arsehole yeah, one, yeah. one by one as well. Yeah, 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 it's a lot yeah. of hair, sorry. <laughs> I hate to say it, guys. There's a lot of hair. <laughs> All right. So I'm... The thing is, right, if you wax a whole eyebrow off, you're just a clucking clown. Like, for a month, for, like, at least two months, you're looking a bit odd. Yeah. And you'd probably have to do the other one off. What? Oh, yeah, 100%. Would, would you? Yeah, because, like, if you wax one eyebrow off, mm. people know, oh, yeah, you've lost an eyebrow. If you do both of them, people just look at you and look a bit odd, but I can't really put my finger on it. Have you nah. ever seen a man with no eyebrows? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't, it's not the first thing you notice. You just think, you don't look right. And then, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I would go for the asshole. I'm that superficial. I'd rather go through the pain. Really? Oh, I won, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bro, I really think that would be quite painful. I'd, I'd rather, I think I'd rather go for the eyebrow. Really? I think you can, like, fill it in. That's true, you could draw it on. Yeah, oh, I didn't think tell of that. some stories, like, you know, oh, like, lost about whatever, right? But, bro, each of the pain. Yeah. I think that's, uh, that would be too much for me. No, I do, I do eyebrow. You do eyebrow? I do eyebrow. I, think, I just think I'm so superficial. So I just wait, could... so you'd rather get each individual... No, sorry, not eyebrow, not eyebrow. I'd rather do my ass hair. You'd rather, okay. Yeah. Uh, fair enough. I'd rather go through the pain. I think it would be there hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you done yet? <laughs> Just started, uh, Mr. Lennon. We've got it. We've, we've got a, quite a few more hairs. 
Um, yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing arsehole. All right, fine. Buzz. I'm a superficial bloke. Fair enough. Maybe I'm just a bitch. I think you're a bitch. Maybe I'm just a bitch. But uh, that's a good one. That's, yeah. a, that's a good. Thank you. I think you won up me there. Thank you. I'm, oh mate, next week I'm going to give you the most fucked up. I'm work. looking forward to that. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to that, mate. We when we do when we get to episode ten. Oh, it's gonna be great. It's gonna, maybe we do one to each other on episode ten. Okay, fine. Deal. Deal. Yeah. Love that. Deal. Alright, cool. Guys, thank you very much for listening to episode eight of uh, episode the, eight. Episode eight crazy of the Log of the Life podcast. Um it's been great having you here. Uh if you like what you heard, please do uh subscribe to us on YouTube, uh follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, we're available everywhere. Leave us a nice review, like, comment, whatever. Helps the channel. Um, Exactly. Um, and if you've got a short attention span, you just want to see clips of us, you can follow us on TikTok. You can follow us on uh, Instagram at larkthanlife underscore LTL, Lama Tango Lama. Um, nice. And yeah, find us on there. And um, yeah, guys, we'll see you on the next episode of Larkthanlife. Thank you very much, guys. Peace out, guys. Cheers.